0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد ونبيه ليلة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ما نقصت صدقة من مال وما زاد الله عبدا بعف إلا عزا وما تواضع أحد لله إلا رفعه الله عز وجل رواه مسلم Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said The wealth of no person diminished through charity, through spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala No one forgave another person for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increased his respect, his dignity, his status وَمَا تَوَاذَىٰ أَحَدٌ لِلَّهِ إِلَّا رَفَعَهُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ jalla." And no one adopted humility for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevated and honored him. The third part of this hadith we were discussing yesterday, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he speaks of humility, as we mentioned, ulama say, one is that humility which we adopt in our ibadat, in our worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The other is that humility which is Absolutely imperative that we adopt in our dealing and association with one another. Allah Ta'ala has blessed different people with different benefits, with different qualities, with different what we call khubiyah, what good qualities, attractive, beneficial things. When we see that Allah Ta'ala has given us an abundance in something, we should attribute this to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Not attributed towards any kamal or any achievement on our part. The more we will humble ourselves, the more we will lower ourselves for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, رفa'ahu Allahu Azza wa Jal, Allah will elevate and Allah will honor you. What is, we find in this third part of the hadith, there is an there is this addition where Rasulullah ﷺ says, Wama Tawada a لِلَّهُ that a person does not adopt humility for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, humble yourself, lower yourself before others for Allah's sake, with ikhlas, with sincerity. We are doing it only for the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. And once we will do that Then, رَفَعَهُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلُ Allah will elevate and Allah will honor you. Ulama give an analogy. They say if you want to reach the heights, if you want to climb, if a person is about to ascend a hill, then naturally if you observe his gait and his manner, he has to lower his back. You can't keep your back straight. You can't be looking high and start ascending. If you want to start ascending and climbing, you've got to lower yourself first. Naturally, even in your gait, the more lower you go, the more steep the incline, the more lower you have to make yourself. And if you look at the sublime example of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, such humility, Nabiya Park sallallahu alayhi wasallam displayed. He said when Nabiya Park sallallahu alayhi wasallam was entering Makkah mukarrama Mukarram, on the occasion of the Conquest of Makkah. Allah's Rasul wa was leading an army of 10,000. And Now he was entering Makkah Mukarramah. First, he had been banished from Makkah in a manner where he had been disgraced, ostracized. And now he was entering victorious. Yet, Allah's Rasul, it is said that his chin was touching the neck of the camel. He had lowered himself. La ilaha illallahu wahda, wa'da. nasara abda, al wahda. La ilaha illallahu wahda, Allah is alone, it is only Allah. It is Allah that fulfilled His promise. It is Allah that helped His slave. It is Allah ta'ala that granted victory. And even in His manner, Allah's Rasul had lowered Himself and His Mubarak chin was touching the neck of the camel. So even in his gait and appearance also he adopted complete humility. So one is humility for Allah's sake, to negate ourselves completely and to elevate and honor Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I remember, if you look in the lives of our salaf Salihin, in the lives of our pious elders, this is a constituent, this is an absolutely imperative necessity that the more we will humble ourselves, negate ourselves, the more Allah will elevate and honor us. It's a condition, it's a constituent for piety. To gain the closeness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to eradicate this concept of that I am somebody. Humble yourself, negate yourself. I am nobody, I am nothing. Allah is everything. The more a person does that, the more a person does that, it is Allah's Shan that the more Allah will elevate and Allah will honour that person. Greatest, one of the greatest mu'ajizat of Rasulullah sallallahu One of his greatest miracles was that of Isra and Mi'raj. And when Allah dala speaks of this great miracle, what miracle? Then Allah physically took Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi from Makkah Mukarramah to Masjid al-Aqsa the space of a few seconds. And then from Aqsa, through the seven heavens. In other words, the highest point any human being had ever been. Ascension, Isra, Allah ascended him. Allah took him up to the pinnacle, to the absolute height. What does Allah Ta'ala say? SubhanAllah, Asra. Logically, Allah is speaking of elevation. Allah is speaking of distinction. Allah is speaking of unparalleled honor. So it should have been, Subhanallah, Asra bi Rasulihi, bi Nabihi, bi Glory be to that being who took his Rasul, his Nabi, his Habib, Imamul Anbiya, Sayyidul Anbiya. Yet, what does Quran say? سُبْحَانَ Asra bi بِعَبْدِهِ Allah took his slave, Abd. Allah took his slave. So if you look at it logically, this word Abd is completely out of context. Allah is speaking of Elevation of honor, of distinction. Yet Allah took his slave, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa So this, in other words, if you want Isra, if you want ascension, if you want to reach the heights, then you have to first negate yourself. You have to become Allah's slave. You have to hand yourself over to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completely. And in this context, hand yourself over to the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi as I mentioned earlier, we see this in the lives of our Salafi Salihin. One example of this, I remember many, many years ago, in fact 1990, 1993, or maybe early ninety four, it was Shabay Barat, we were in Nizamuddin. One of our elders he passed away now, Izar Sab Allah Noor. After Hazaji Rahmatullah he became part of the Shura, or the three that were, the, the Shura that was basically the level of imarat for the whole world, for the work of Dawat and Tabligh. And obviously he was teaching a hadith in Nizamuddin for many, many years. So it was Shab-e-Barat night, 15th of Shaban. And the masjid was packed, Nizamuddin masjid was packed with a lot of locals that had come. And the daily Hayat to Sahaba at that time used to be read by Mona Izarsab after Isha Salah. So I remember that night, Mona Izarsab, before he could, the, it was traditional or it was known that on, the a Mubarak night, so obviously, um, slightly longer dua than normal would take place, and Mona Izzar would make dua. So in anticipation of that dua, many of the locals from throughout Delhi came to Nizamuddin. So, like I said, the masjid was full more than normal. And uh, Moraizad sahab read his Hayatul sahaba and then before the dua could start, he said that I was not well. I was feeling very unwell and very unweak. In fact, today I wanted to give the Hayatul sahaba to someone else to read because I had to basically force myself to come. But he said that the people insisted, the people insisted that I that so many people have come here because of you. He said, because of you, the expectation that you are going to make dua and barat in anticipation of that, so many people have come. So he says, I can't, I can't imagine, I can't understand why this need, why this insistence that it has to be me that does the head Sahaba or that makes the dua. Why so many people have gathered in anticipation of it being me, uh, my piety, my acceptance. He says, I can't relate to this, I can't understand it. Then he went on, in order to, this is what we call where you negate yourself. Negate yourself completely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, I am sitting on the member of the masjid. I am sitting on the member of the masjid. And I take a qasam and an oath on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And He goes on, he says that if I am lying, if in any way I am trying to mislead you, I am not being honest with you completely, then I am sitting on the member of the masjid and I am taking Allah's name and I am taking qasam, this is inviting Allah's azab upon me if I am lying to you. So with that level of conviction, in fact he said that, he said I am inviting Allah's azab upon myself if I am lying to you. Then again he said it three times, I take qasam upon Allah, sitting on the member of this masjid, that I don't consider myself equal to even the dust of the shoes of any one of you people. That Each one of you is better than me. In fact, in fact, the dust of your shoes are better than me. I'm sitting on a member of the masjid and I take qasam upon Allah, and if I'm lying to you, Allah's azam may come upon me. To that extent, when one has to negate oneself, then obviously, like I said, this is a condition, a requirement, for Allah to elevate and Allah to honor, such a, to, to, to honor the, uh, such a person. And we find this quality resplendent in the life of Rasulullah Wasallam, that of total, complete humility, submission to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, And this is what we were referring to yesterday, when we said that Tawadu, Ulema Ikram say, is, is Tawadu in our relationship with Allah also. Tawadu in our ibadat also. And then Tawadu and humility in our relationship with one another. And if it is done solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this this is Allah's sunnat. وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّتِ اللَّهِ تَبْدِيلًا وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّتِ اللَّهِ تَحْوِيلًا Allah does not deviate or digress from His sunnat. What is Allah's sunnat? Negate yourself, humble yourself, lower yourself for Allah's sake. And in dealing with one another, don't think you are superior because of the color of your skin, or because of your wealth, or because of your intelligence, or even because of your piety. Negate yourself and what will happen? جل, Allah will elevate you. Allah will honor you. The more humble you become, the more beloved you will be in the eyes of people. The more humble you become, the more people will look up towards you. But this humility has to be sincere. Lillah. For the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <laughs>